It can't be that time of the week again. It is. It's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jodie Rainsford and David Hellard. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in there. <laughs> I just thought, what's he going to do if I just stay silent? How long is he going to commit to this for? I didn't take a big enough breath at the start. <laughs> I was planning that we'd alternate and just keep it going. I hope, yeah, I hope so. I was hoping that was what was going to happen. <laughs> nearly, nearly. I've realised. I've realised when we've been doing these podcasts, um, we start generally in this way. Yet at yeah. no point do we introduce who we are. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Which, having listened to other people's podcasts, you think, oh, actually, that's not that's not a bad idea. So, if this is if you're listening to this and you've come across from probably the Ben Coomer podcast, the one that uh, David cheated on me with, uh, or you've come to us in another way. Um, my name is Jody Rainsford, and I'm here with uh, with me, David Hellart. Hello, hello, that new person who's never heard of either of us. If Intrigued you... how they got here? Yeah, exactly. If you there's a there's a post in the Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, go to Facebook and search for the Bad Boy Running Podcast uh, group and join us and let us know how you got here because that that's really interesting um, to see because you've converted a lot of people across people who, you know. By, by going on that other podcast, you would have never have discovered us in any other way. You see, that's the only reason I cheated on Oh, you. don't, that's what you, don't try and justify it now. Absolutely. Don't try and justify it now. I did this for you. I did, oh, you did it for me. You gave, yeah. to give me, to give me more exposure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I wonder, do you know what, I can't imagine me ever being invi- invited onto a podcast to, to, to give any expertise about running advice or, or, or possibly food or, or something, I don't know, I don't know what, what. I, do, I don't I know t- mate, it looks, it looks like you're an expert at food, I to don't, be honest, <laughs> <from here. laughs> I what, should, I should try and work my way onto, on, onto another podcast. Like if anyone out there has a podcast, it doesn't matter what the topic is. Can we get Jody on, please? The more random the podcast, the better. If you've got one on knitting or on uh, you know growing tomatoes, get Jody on. He'll research it. He'll come on with no, no, new no, angle. No, I won't research it. I won't research it. I'll wing it. But it'll You'll be wing it. It'll, yeah, absolutely. That's 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 how. It, <laughs> That's how we do it. So, and why to be would fair, I... I mean, you, exactly, you've got away with 50 episodes or so, <laughs> so far, winging it. So, there's yeah. no reason to suggest otherwise. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not scripted like my dad wrote a porno or any of those other augmented, augmented, augmented reality. Uh, anyway, how, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. I've, um, it, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a big moment for me this week. Oh wow! Just a moment. But yeah, well, the... it was. It was a very brief. It was a fleeting moment, but it was a moment nonetheless. So, what was that moment? Well, you were there to experience it. I went for a run. That is true. <laughs> In fact, I've I've got a quote for you from uh, Miss Mrs. Briggs. Right. She said that Jody is not injured. He's just lazy. <laughs> oh, oh! I thought it was going to be a nice quote. <laughs> Um, yeah. In a way, it is a nice quote to know you're not injured. I mean, that's good news. Oh, that's that's great. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, I, what how I feel about that. Busted. But <laughs> busted. I don't, it's not laziness, honestly. Honestly, that's what my that's what my physio said. 
No, I, can't you just be pleased for me? Why is it? Why can't you all just be pleased for me? The fact that I I'm running and it's not hurting. No, I'm pleased. No, I'm you're very not pleased. pleased. You're not pleased. You're you're mocking me now. I these are not my words. Do not shoot the messenger. I stood up for you. We did almost you? split up because of it. <laughs> did you? Yeah, absolutely. I said a hater of Jody is not a lover of mine. <laughs> she almost went for it. <laughs> the vitriol that came out of her mouth when she knew that. Wow. It was like, it was like opening a dam. <laughs> Well, that's that's interesting. I'm I'm, I'm really pleased that, that you defended me in that way. And uh, I d- actually, pe- people randomly within the Facebook group have been trying to call me out on that for 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 a while. Anyway, well, they know you well. They've they've listened to you all this time, so they've got a sense of you as a man. So, what about you? How are you? Um, I actually, you might you may or may not be able to tell. I am a little bit sunburnt and completely knackered because I ran back from Pete Stagdew yesterday um, from somewhere in Essex using my phone to navigate and my phone is a pile of crowd at the moment so it died on me when i was down some little village country road and i had no idea where to go because all of these signs were for the next little village and there wasn't a sign for kind of 13 14 miles to london so i spent five and a half hours out in the sun <laughs> running back from a stag do That's- in which I was horrifically hangover. No, right, there's two points there. Firstly, running back from a stag do, that's impressive. Did you encounter any, any, were, were you a, uh, oh, what's the term, a peeping mo at any point? Did you experience I, any, any, anything en route that uh, was cause for concern? Sadly not. I mean, I had to stop off at a pub to buy some chips so I could recharge my phone. Um, You're, that's as close that, as I got you to charge your phone with chips? <laughs> yeah, if you've not seen the um, the innovation magazine, you can plug your the, the two probes into the potato. It's exactly that. It's, it's not very quick though. Oh, that's what? the five and a half hours. That's a brilliant that innovations thing. Imagine they should have an innovations catalogue for runners. There would be uh, some amazing shit in there that, that they could come up with, couldn't they, for 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 recovery and, and stuff like that. Well, you know what page one would be? Camel toes, obviously. <laughs> Camel toes. Dry robe, dry robe. Dry robe. Oh, every page. So, so okay. So no, that's so that's the first thing. Yeah. So the fact that you run it, which is that that's brilliant. But secondly, that was difficult for you. I mean, like even stepping outside of London without being in in, in someone else's car. I mean, I know. Just, how how did you how 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 did you cope? What, I had the offer you... of a lift. Yeah. Well, actually, I I managed to get there on my Oyster card, so it felt like I was still in London. Oh, okay. Um, because it was a five-mile job from the station. And then on the way back, I was offered a lift, but I thought, I'll use this opportunity to get my long run in. And, yeah, I regretted that. Pretty. It was an ultra. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, so I've, I, I'm so used to using my phone. And when it goes down, actually trying to navigate to somewhere where you've got no idea what the places in between are, it's quite tough. It's not as, there's no, the road signs aren't as useful if you're running on country roads as, as you'd expect. It's not, like, it's not like the olden days where literally any road just had a sign to London and that was yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you get on London roads. Yeah, exactly, that's it. You know, you're, you know you're sorted. Yeah, so sadly, um, yeah, so I, I'm tired from a weekend of stagging, beer and it, beer thonning, and then that to finish me off. So, um, yeah, it's been a long day at work, long day at work. Okay, well, we've decided that we're going to we're going to be talking almost, 
pretty much beer things today, which is which is good because we've Jeez. got the beer mile, uh, which was uh, a, a week ago, and then of course beerathon this weekend, which which was incredible. Congratulations, Brilliant. congratulations, well, another some fine organisation. But before congratulations on a gold medal. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> we need to talk about that though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We need to talk about yeah. that. Um, it's controversy. But before we go any further, um, I just I just need to have a drink. Okay. Okay. A wait. Of a beer? No, 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 no. Just of of, of a uh, this uh, this this protein drink here from. Uh, oh, is it for goodness' sake? Yeah. Have you been sent? Have they sent you some? Have they sent you some? Wait a minute. I'm just. Let me just select um some uh, one of these, no! uh, these uh, <laughs> protein uh, thing. Oh, it's a strawberry a strawberry shake, no. a strawberry protein shake. Oh, lovely it's protein shakes. Uh, let me wait a minute. I just gotta. I've just gotta just move this no. out of the way and everything. What? 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 What's this? Oh. Freebies? Freebies? Who's been cheating on who? Oh, I can't. They... So have they? Have you? Have you manufactured this, or no. have they sent it to the address of Bad Boy Running, no, and it no. happens to be your your house registered? <laughs> no, well, you won't believe the amount of stuff we've been sent. No, no, they, <laughs> they, uh, the the guys at um, for goodness' sakes recognise that um, you being a professional ligger and the fact that I was very much behind in the stakes of ligging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they decided to uh, sort of equal the balance, and so That's uh, yeah, pretty, was that Alex or Ben? Um, it was it was Alex, yeah, Alex. It was Alex, oh bastard, Alex, bastard. But um, fair play, nice. So he actually just offered to send you some extra stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. But but more than that, we are running our first official competition. <laughs> oh wow, this is a turn up for the with, fix. with actual prizes. I thought I'd. Sh- I thought wait, wait, I'd... wait 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 wait. This is not the first official competition. Is this the first competition that people are actually going to try and win the prize? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> just in case anyone doesn't know the back issue, it's still not too late to enter the Mike Bushell uh, book competition. All you've got to do is post a review of his book. What was it called? His best bits. Bushell's Odd best bits. bits. Bushell's <laughs> best bits. <laughs> If you'd like a bit of the bushel, still, about, open, still waiting. We're talking about and, and Mike, just, Mike Bushel, not Gary Mike Bushel. Bushel. This is always the, always the big the big concern. And just to encourage you, if you enter, you will definitely win. <laughs> Can we just someone please take it off our hands? Yes, there, you will be the only. It's it's like an all nearest offer on a car where you put in a pound and you win it for a pound. That's how good this competition is. Have you ever watched? Is it Jeopardy when um, Will Ferrell plays that sketch, the Je- Jeopardy game show? And he has like he has a, a series. Oh, you not watched it? Okay, well, it's not make much sense. But he basically has a series of uh, celebrities on it who are just thick as anything. And, <laughs> and the questions are: say any number. Come on, anyone, say any number, any number at all, and like no one can answer it. It's is it's that, a bit like this. Just... All you need to do is just answer the question, and the question is. What do you think's in Bushel's best bits? And it doesn't matter whether it's true or not. <laughs> it's a big bush. That's it's all we're going to say. It's, it's a um, man. I can't believe you can't even give that away. Yeah, I know. And we've still got another eight books or something. This <laughs> <laughs> is the longest book giveaway. It'll be the, it'll be the running awards again. 
Yeah. Oh god, we've got to try and get rid of them before next year when I cheat again because we might have another ten books. This is your punishment. Your punishment is that you're, you, you're, you're forced to hold on to them. It's like a... I'm having to move house. I haven't got enough storage space. <laughs> you're having to throw away shoes and food. To... Okay, so so this is the competition. So this is the competition from the uh, the, the guys at For Goodness Shake. So the prize here is a month supply of For Goodness Shake products. Am I allowed to enter? You're not allowed to enter. Oh. No, why are you even saying am I allowed to enter? You're going to straight, as soon as this podcast recording <laughs> finishes, you're going to be going, uh, guys, where's my, <laughs> oh, you're one of my sponsors. <laughs> and what, what is a month's worth? Because it depends on, I mean, it, um, is a month one thing a day? I don't know. Because if you're, I mean, if you, if you lig as much as I do, I could have about three and a half thousand calories of goodness shakes a day. I, I, you know, I'd be happy to have that. You'd, have, to, more, to live you'd have more than one goodness shakes product a day, would you? Well, if we've got the protein yeah. drink and we've got the, the normal drinks. Um, do they do anything else? I don't think it's that for goodness sakes are going to feed you for a month exclusively that you can't li- literally live off for goodness sakes <laughs> without needing to eat anything else. For goodness sakes, you can provide all the nutrients you need to survive in one month. So you we could do like a slip so fast advert where he goes, all I need is three shakes for breakfast, four shakes for lunch <laughs> to finish, seven more shakes. Maybe, you could, maybe that is actually something. Maybe this is my this is, maybe this is the way that I get I get back down to like my sort of like racing weight. That I'm just gonna shakes? just gonna just live on shakes. That's a try great, it. That's a great idea. I think it'll be entertaining. I mean, you owe it to our listener. <laughs> to the listener. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think you should take on that challenge. It is a good challenge. I like the idea of that. Could you? Well, let's see. We'll ask the guy for goodness sake. Could you? What would be a for goodness sake? One month diet, if you own, because it would it provide yeah. everything that you needed, or would your teeth fall out? That's the you're allowed to, you're allowed to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and how do you eat the toothpaste? <laughs> you're allowed to wipe your bottom as well. I mean, it's not it's not just exclusively shakes and nothing else. Am I allowed to get dressed? I don't under. I'm, I'm, strugg- I'm struggling with these rules. You are, you are, but it's got to be in the packets. You've got, you've got to. You, you, you walk into a room and it's just goodness shakes. And you can't, you can only survive off those. You've you got to make a blanket. You've made your house, you've basically made your living space out of for goodness shakes boxes and plastic wrappers. <laughs> you're, on a, you're on a raft of their bottles. <laughs> All right, it's nothing like any of that. It's not going to be like any of that. So it's the longest competition of all time. It's, well, it's, it's a competition that doesn't exist. The actual competition is you're in a month's supply. Well, I'll get a clarification of what a month's supply is. But okay. basically, this is an opportunity for you to get a lot of, a lot of good free stuff, which, uh, which will be great for your training. So what we want to do, again, we need video reviews. So the first 10 people who commit to doing a review of uh, some of, for goodness sakes, products, what you do is you... Email us at letters at badboyrunning.com or um, message us when, the, when this basically is posted up on Facebook. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll put a post in Facebook. And the first 10 people will get your names and addresses. For goodness sake, we'll send you some products to review. You need to review those. And the most creative and funny wins. 
can I just say, I mean, I know I shouldn't go against the sponsors, but if anyone does a bloody video, for goodness sakes, without doing a Bushels Bit video, <laughs> I am going to hunt you down. I have been trying to get just one review for, what, three months? And then if people, if we get ten reviews just because they get some goodness I think, shakes. I think the key to a competition is a prize people want to win. I know. <laughs> I think, I think that's but you're forgetting we're followed on Twitter by Bushel. He's going to be devastated by this. Oh, my God, here we are. <laughs> But have they have they thought this through? Because I I don't think they can necessarily be getting the reviews they expect. I think I think they I think they fully understand the kind of reviews you're going to be getting. <laughs> I don't think this. If if you're being sponsored by them, they fully know what they get themselves in for. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I think. I think they sponsored before. They used to sponsor me before I had the podcast. Oh, so my um, my deviances were um, were kept out of the public eye. I didn't know whether this was a joke or not, but they did send me like strawberry strawberry shake. <laughs> strawberry <know>. milkshake. <laughs> it's bad. It's brilliant. It's the perfect part. We should right. Someone's got to make a review. Going, see JD running down the street. You want a milkshake, milkshake to throw at him, but there's no McConnell in sight. Well, now you can with strawberry for goodness shake. That's, that's, that's going to be... If someone could make that video, that, an advert, that would be incredible. That's good, isn't it? That's Especially good. if they somehow manage to throw it on you when you're not suspecting as well. No. So, yeah, so there we go. That's our first proper competition. Let's see. So, what we do, like I said, we'll, um, we'll post up on Facebook at the exact time that this podcast will be released. So, if you listen, you're listening to this first, then you've got an opportunity to get in there. First ten people who either uh, message us on Pete, message us on Facebook, or send uh, message to letters at badboyrunning.com. We'll need your name and address, and then for goodness' sake, we'll send you some product to review. All you do is got a video in it. Let's post it on the Facebook group, and then. Most creative wins. Did I mention that I live with a guy called uh, David? <laughs> David Smellard. Yeah, David Smellard, <laughs> who may be entering this competition with his twin brother, Ravid Hellard. <laughs> Ravid, Ravid Smellard, sorry. Rabid Hellard. With the... Rabid, yeah. I've been called that before. <laughs> Yeah. But, so, uh, uh, oh, great! I'm quite pleased we've got that. That's great. It's, it almost gives us an air of credibility. It does give an air of credibility, but that's not. It's not ending there. It's not ending oh. there because we've got, we've got some massive thank yous to hand out as well before we get onto the onto the the main uh, the main show, as it were. Okay. Okay. We've got to do a massive thank you because people have been donating. Really? Yes. yes. I don't even know how they can. Yes. Well, basically, I've just well, I say donating. They've been, I've been, I've been using your name all over the place in order to collect money. <laughs> but the following people have bought us a virtual round. Oh! So a thank you to Robin Oldworth, Frank Spenceley, Anne Garnish, and Nicholas Jenkins, and a big thank you to Emma Louise Mumford, who also paid to keep an episode going. Oh wow! Like, does, this, does she get her own episode? Well, well, I suppose we could say that she. This is her episode. Let her have this episode. This is the Mumford episode. No, no. I think if you if you sponsored episode, you should get some kind of editorial reign. That well, <laughs> no, 
that's really dangerous. <laughs> I know, that's what I like about it. It's it's almost like when you could buy you get all the Tories buying membership of the Labour Party. We might get we might get an episode sponsored by Edinburgh Marathon where the whole oh. episode we suddenly go, Welcome to if we've it, changed our minds. what we do we would, but they'd pay the wrong PayPal account. They'd, they'd, send, they'd send their complaint to the, the wrong email address. Yeah, they, spell... they probably already have. <laughs> we still heard about it. Brilliant. No, I think we should. Uh, we should because you know when you go on Kickstarter and yeah. pages like that, if you sponsor or if you donate, you normally get a reward of some sort. So I think if if it's your episode, in fact, let's put it out there. So. What do we? What do the do-batters think should be allowed as a incentive to sponsor an episode? Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's yeah, a good idea. Yeah. So, like, for example, making you do something embarrassing. Well, I, actually, I don't yeah. know if this that that thing can exist. <laughs> that's a good. I mean, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> exactly. Or it could be giving a shout out or um, answering a specific question. Or what? Uh, what? Answering a specific question about running? <laughs> what? Not, not necessarily about running. Oh, just a question about anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or it could be you want us to stalk someone in particular on your behalf. I mean, you want David to make a phone call. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, to the police. Uh, police cell. All that. But um, yeah, I think the do badders are coming up with some good suggestions for what is an appropriate level of. Um, a free reign that they can have. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. But thank you for everyone that's donated. If you want to make a donation, there's a pinned post in the Facebook group um, with a link to PayPal, and there's various options there um, to donate because it costs us a little bit to run this podcast uh, with the uh, hosting each month. Not a huge amount, but um, but it does eat into... Uh, what does it eat into? To your wallet. To my, to your, to my to wallet, To your mainly. children's future. To my chi- yeah, to, to my children's inheritance. So, yeah. And, and, we, and, maybe... oh, and we know we'll end up having to buy uh, you a new microphone. In, well, no, this in... is good. This is good, isn't it? Oh, it's a new one, isn't it? I've noticed it yeah. hasn't been hanging off your face. Yeah. How good is that? Where, where did you get that from? Thankyzipkeep.com. <laughs> <laughs> Stationary <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's for when I'm working from home, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so beer, beer, beer. Oh god, I don't feel like the word beer doesn't sound good right now. Thought <laughs> of beer. Well, let's. Wow. Well, we've got we've got the beer thing to talk about, but it only makes sense for us to to first talk about the beer mile because that happened mile. a week before, and that that's got a lot of coverage. Um, yeah, have you seen quite a bit about it then? I've seen. Well, yeah. I mean, like the Telegraph covered it, which I thought was a very that's a bit odd for the Telegraph to cover. Normally, they'd be complaining about that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I've seen it in a few places. Especially what I've done, what I've seen a lot of is people tagging you on Facebook going, David, you should do this sort of thing, <laughs> even though you're in the video. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm in the background. And that, Although I had, had had a few friends who've just said, how is it whenever I see a video of someone cocking around at a running race, it's always you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was brilliant, actually. They. So it's, is it so, the first time, first time it's been run in the UK? Or explain the sort of background to it. So the, the I mean, that's, that was part of the, not controversy necessarily, but part of the trouble. So 
the BMR was semi-invented, I think, in America. Yeah. And we in the UK have had traditionally the Chandamal, right. which is um, full pint. Whereas the beer mile, they they set some rules where you had to 400 meters around a track, and you have to drink. I think it's 355 milliliters or something quite specific. It's 12 fluid ounces or more of a five percent or more beer. Right. And um, and so you you drink drink a can, drink a bottle, and you're not allowed to do torpedoes. You're not allowed to dent the can it's got to be un uh, unhindered just a, a free pour um so yeah you drink the, drink the drink 400 meters and you do that four times so they brought it they did the world champs last year in san francisco yeah and they decided i think to create a world tour because the ones in obviously the one in san francisco was some canadians some americans but no one else really um, so they then decided to bring it here. And, and actually, I'd, I'd been asked to to put it on. They, they'd approached me about hosting the race because yeah. the, the beer belly running stuff. But I'm just too busy with, um, well, beer belly running and the podcast and the zip cube and you know, various other things. So um, they hosted the race in Allianz Park, uh, Allianz Stadium, where um, Saracens play, I think. Um, and, but, because people wanted to do the Chandamal, I think to begin with they were going to host the Chandamal and the Beermal, and then they decided actually we're just going for the Beermal, which I guess probably makes sense because it's good to get something standardised, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than having two. And so, yeah, I I thought it was on the Saturday. I had a wedding on the Saturday. I was best man, uh, one of my best mates, Lex's wedding. Yeah. Uh, then it turned out Sunday morning. I suddenly realised actually. Wow, it's on today. So popped up there, and Pete and the Mudscore guys, Scott and Co, they were all racing it and filming it anyway. Yeah. Um, and as I entered, Pete was on his second lap, looking okay. And my God, I've never seen someone go downhill so quickly in a race. <laughs> Horrific. I don't know what I'd been doing the night before, but... I and, and and Pete's you know Pete's a sturdy drinker, yeah. Um, but I think it was just the bubbles or something. He suddenly just dropped off his pace completely, and uh, on his last lap he was sick three times. What? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But because that's the thing that you, it's 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 almost harder than drinking a pint because it, it, with a pint glass you can just you can control the speed exactly as smoothly goes in, and um, it doesn't froth up. Whereas we had these Heineken cans and because none of us are really experienced doing it, I think what you probably should do is pour it quite slowly so that it doesn't glug, but you'll, you just get it and start necking it, glugging it down and it froths everywhere and you've got yeah. gas in your belly. And, and so he, but if you are sick or if you spill your beer, you've got to do an extra lap. So he swallowed it down three times and still continued. Yeah. Um, but yeah, during the course of that, he got overtaken <laughs> by quite a few people. But it was brilliant. It was such a good event. Um, and, I mean, the speed of the... Oh, I've got a moth. God damn it. I need to kill the moths or else they keep on breathing. Um, <laughs> I'm obsessed with... I'm going to keep on talking while I kill this moth. I'm obsessed with killing moths in my bedroom. Because I don't know what they're eating to keep on laying. Oh no, he's gone. He's gone. Um... 
But yeah, the the speed of the top guys is incredible. Yeah. The, what was it? Uh, what was yeah? What was the what was the record? It was the, he beat his own world record, didn't he? Yeah. So the record was, I think, originally something like four forty eight, which is pretty damn pacey. Yeah. But then the Thursday before the race, because they, they'd flown over, yeah, the best people in the world to do this. And the Thursday before the race, I've got him again. I've got him again. Sorry, one second. <laughs> I can't rest until this guy's dead. I've killed him. Yes. So, um, the Thursday before the race, they had a, a, a video posted on YouTube. Yeah. And it was someone they'd never heard of, this guy called Corey, I can't remember Corey's surname, who had recorded himself um, taking on the challenge in a, on a track, yeah. him and his brother and a guy filming. And he smashes the record, 4.39. And it's really cute if you can find it because it's so understated uh, that the Canadian guy's like, go, Corey. Here you go, Corey. Yeah, you do. Good time. Like, oh, this is great. This is great running, Corey. Keep going, Corey. And if you, if you think of any other record attempt, especially something that's so American as well, you'd normally expect people going like, whoo, just going absolutely mental the way through. But it was so understated. It's wonderful. Well, they're Canadian, so, aren't they, though? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah well, there we go. That's why. Yeah, a bit more humble hearts, you say. Uh, but yeah, on the on the Friday they flew him over, so he'd he'd posted the video on Thursday, and they said, right, get over to the World Champs, and then the next day he's in London. Oh, so that's a, oh, that's a that's a smart move. It's pretty cool, isn't it? So every time, in order to get into a race and get someone to fly you over, all you've got to do is you've got to beat the record at that race the week before. Well, we could tie this in with our our cheating. So we've already set the challenge of come up with a good way to cheat. So just before London Marathon, you want to get a place, break the world record the day before. <laughs> Jobs are good. It's great work. Great work. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they they flew him in, and man, that guy can run. If you if you see the video, he looks just like Michael Johnson in his running style. Yeah. Just so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looked like he was just sort of whipping around and stuff, and he because he made that comment at the end um, that people were doubting uh, whether you know the validity of that vid- the video that he originally posted, um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's like oh you know like you see just he, it, it's as though he's just like just gone to the post office and said oh yeah just posted a letter or something like that. he's so matter of fact about it there's like it's almost he's almost falling asleep as he's talking <laughs> although i'll tell you what uh, after the um after they had a relay at the end as well after that he was in bits i think he must be used to four beers but five beers <laughs> yeah, that's it <laughs> he is living he was i was going over the chat to him and he 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 had his hand on his knees for a good 10 minutes. So I got some water and stuff and yeah, he was struggling, but he was the, the, for the Brits. They, they, they clearly wanted to make it more international. So they got in some, some British runners. I, yeah. I'm not sure how they selected that team. Um, but some of the guys in that team were impressive runners. Oh yeah. I mean, properly impressive. In fact, there's one guy who, um, the guy came second who I think now has the second fastest time of all time. Um, Blake called Dale Clutterbuck. Wait, isn't, he, wasn't he a Commonwealth runner? Or I'm sure, or yeah, I a think World so. Champ runner or something. It, it, was, it, was, 
It was more impressive. I, I think I saw the name Clutterbuck come up, and it said like fifteen hundred meter. He's run something like a, a four. No, sorry, three forty three fifteen hundred meter time, which is insane. Actually, what I like what I like about this guy, you see him, and he looks. Um, he doesn't look like a runner. He's quite rock and roll. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he does. He looks like a geezer, doesn't he? He is. He's he's good lads. And his um his Facebook profile name is Cock Hungry Clutterbuck, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is legendary. It just shows an ability, a self awareness, and an ability to take the piss out of yourself, which I respect massively. <laughs> or to be really loose with your social media passwords so that your friends <laughs> get hold of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he's not aware of that. Maybe his agent or something <laughs> set him up with his his profile name before. Um, when it's, it's the it's the I don't know what it's called. It's the the, the Earl part of your web address. You know, if you go facebook dot com slash jd rainsford. Yeah, that so his his cock hungry clutterbuck. <laughs> what a ledge! And um, but he, I mean, he went out with the with uh, Corey. And the first lap, they were going properly head-to-head. I mean, this guy is rapid. But it was interesting to see them come in, because after the first lap, the I don't think the Brits had really practised or researched. They just thought... Yeah, yeah. that's how we do it. <laughs> I just think they thought, four beers, come on. Come on, we're Brits. That's how, got this. That's how, that is the British way when it comes to beer mile, MDS. Doesn't matter. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fuck it. We'll we're give just, it a shot. We're God's people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And God, God will see us through. God and the Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, when, you, when you saw them come in, because we, we had to do it with cans of Heineken, which were really tough because it's so gassy. Did you choose the beer? Did you bring you have to bring your own beer? Or how did that work? You could choose the beer, um, but everyone else who registered. So they had the elites. And then they had open. So everyone else had cans of Heineken. I'm sure if you brought your own beer, it'd be fine. But everyone who turned up, no one had done it before. Um, possibly, possibly some of the Brit elites as well, actually. <laughs> Given that I probably would have come about halfway down the pecking order of the Brits. Uh, uh, Brit elites, just, but... just, going, just going back to what you talking about, Dale Clutterbuck. His 1,500-metre yeah. time is 3.38. Whoa! <laughs> My God, that's insane! His one-mile record is three fifty-nine twenty-three. So he, he paced Mo Farah to um, he paced him on his two-mile record. Yeah. So that means he could keep up with Mo Farah for half his two months, which is in oh my God! But this other bloke beat him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. He comes from nowhere. I have no idea the caliber. I mean, the other guy's got to be an insanely good runner. But actually, um, Dale Dale lost it on the beers because if you if you imagine you've got the bottle and um, Dale came in, uh, grabbed his bottle and just put it straight up to neck it, which then makes it glug and it gets all foamy and yeah. fizzy and and that then makes puts the gas the gas is. Uh, going down your throat it's so much harder whereas actually all the americans and the, and Corey, the canadian guy who knew what they were doing for one they had beers like kingfisher which are low gas yeah but also they they'd actually tilt the bottle really slowly up so that it doesn't glug it just glides down their throat and it's and if you watch the video uh, pete's done some amazing 
motorcycle videos um one for for the record and one for the day and you can see them coming in and just see the difference it makes and i think not just coming in and out of the beer transition but then when you're running round, because if you've glugged it it's really woken up the beer and the gas is then expelled in your stomach makes it a lot harder than if you just smoothly pour it in and i think it'll settle a lot easier so i reckon i reckon if dale just practice it even practices even once more he could be back on and you know the olympics is another four years (laughs) yeah just you've got to make a decision dale do you want to win this do you want to win this or do you want to go to the olympics go on the olympics exactly Dale, you need to take you need to take a, a, a leaf out of my book. I could be the you know fiftieth best runner in most races, but I don't. I choose races where I'm going to win, and, and it's worked wonderfully for me. You just you, you've got that chance to be. What would what would um, Roy Castle say? Dedication. Dedication. That's what you need. What you need yeah. yeah, and aggressive cornering. And progressive pouring, <laughs> absolutely. But the um, yeah, the yeah, the the thing is, yeah, it's the it's the way you drink alcohol. Actually, that is a that's a big thing when it comes to the beerathon as well. That there's a lot of people who who've never tried that drinking beer after um, running that distance and knowing the effect of beer on you and the right way to drink beer. I mean, it's crazy that this is a um, that yeah. This this sort of thing isn't taught in school. Why do you UK athletics not not deal with this? I mean, it, it leaves the entire <laughs> generation of people open without the basic skills. <laughs> well, maybe we should start up our own school. <laughs> A Hogwarts of beer. You know, um, when the Olympics goes to different countries, don't they leave them with it? They don't. They have to introduce um, a sport every time it goes to a country. They're supposed to introduce a sport. I can't remember what sport we introduced to to the Olympics. Was it 2012? But hopefully, what we need to do I is think it's BMX. Oh, oh yeah, it was BMX, wasn't it? Yeah. We introduced it and then lost. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> we had so many like darts, snooker, so many sports. You could just get an extra gold in. It should have been uh, Eton Wall game. Because no one else knows the uh, <laughs> knows the rules apart from uh, about eight people, um, but yeah, we need we need to like petition for the beer mile to become an Olympic sport. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really good. I don't know if we'd win it. That's the trouble. Well, we would. We would if Dale steps up. Dale has to step up. Going to leave it all behind. Leave yeah. it all behind and focus just on this. Yeah, and just for the the adulation of the the fifty people in the crowd. As well. <laughs> <laughs> for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a guy there's an olympic runner there as well um i can't remember his name now ross 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 someone rossy and he uh ross murray does that sound like an olympic guy that'll do <laughs> so he was running in another heat with um this bloke called chris who we picked him out as looking a little bit sharp because he was he was wearing spikes He's about six foot six in running kit, uh, like a a team strip. So Ross Murray goes out, my God. And I think he went out at 400 meter pace because he came in with such a big lead. But then this guy, Chris, just chomps his beers down, ends up in 533, which nowhere near the the world record, but incredibly fast time for your first time of doing a beer mile. But then they had a guy called Harold who... Um, 
really quick Serpy runner. He's a 2.30 marathon runner. He took 17 minutes because he's such a slow drinker. And bless him, because he had so much time on the camera drinking his beers with his face in excruciating pain. He's in every video. He's, he's featured on the front of the Telegraph, all these ones that have been shared on Facebook. So his wall now is just people tagging him going, Hey, Harold, Harold, Harold. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a really good event. It's a shame that, I think part of the trouble was it was at Allianz Park, which is quite far from anywhere. It's where like where is that? It's it's on the North Circular somewhere. Oh, it's about two miles. I mean, it's it's a, it's a good location if you drive in North London, but it's I don't even know what the nearest train station is. So I mean, I, I ran over there because it was going to be quicker to run what, seven miles than to, to get public transport from Finsbury. Um, and so yeah, the it's just a shame for, given the the atmosphere at the American World Champs last year. Yeah. I think they were hoping for something similar. And if you did it in somewhere like Parliament Hill or Finchley Park where it's easily accessible, yeah. then I, th- you know, I think that would help. And I think they marketed to the wrong... They, they marketed to running clubs, which they know Well, they know where to go. They know the, 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 the people, the audience that they need to get to next time. Yeah, absolutely. And there, there are some do-badders there who were running, which was uh, it's great to see them. But the, I mean, it was a brilliant event, and I, the the question would be whether anyone from the UK bothers to go to the World Champs if it's not in the UK. But, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's a British. Yeah, if it's on our turf, we'll rock up, see what we can do. If it's abroad, pff, no. But if not, that could be my opportunity. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't do particularly well because I was what, completely yeah, so how did you, yeah, how did you do? I got beaten. There was a guy who'd won... He'd won the beer mile in the states. Yeah. And um, so wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean you got beat? So were there heats and stuff? Were they? How yeah, did it there work? Were, were there different there were categories? Five, different age five, groups? Five different heats, and it was fairly random which heat you were in. Right. So I I was in the last heat, and I was assuming last heat, brilliant. It's going to be all the, the last the last minute ones. So hopefully no one quick. Um, and the guy Chris had, had just smashed the time. I think the, the fastest time was about seven minutes, and then Chris came along and did a five thirty something. What did you do? He, uh, so I did I, something like six ten, I think. But I, um, yeah, I kind of did my first bit quick, went out reasonably fast, and this guy, he he's a quicker runner than me uh, for sure over short distances. So the the second beer though, I just couldn't get it down. I was pouring it wrong. The gas was so he caught me, overtook me. Um, and then the next your two beer, transitions... Your beer drinking let you down. Just on the who, second one, who even which knew? I was... I, I figured it out there, because on the third one, he came in first, and I called him up, and we went out at the same time. And then the fourth transition, he came in ahead again, and I overtook him and got a little bit of a lead. But then he just smashed it around the corner past me. Were you ever, so, were you ever tempted to do that thing where you, you hit someone else's bottle on the top with your bottle, and it will fizz <laughs> up? <laughs> That would have been a good idea, actually. We should, in fact, next time, Britain should get a guy who's really slow, but that's his sole job, just to do it when they're running past. It's like, it's like the Tour de France. You work as a team. There's a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've got your beer bunter guy. <laughs> but the... the, the so, so you reckon, if you reckon if it's abroad... So it, yeah. there's a, there's a, this might be a race that I might be able to win. So what I need to do is I just... Well, wait, well, who said that? No, 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 this is how I'm working it out. So okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm pretty okay at the drinking bit. 
yeah. all I've got to do is run a bit quicker and yeah. hope that uh, the next beer mile championships are like Vanuatu or somewhere like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> somewhere in Saudi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Saudi. I don't, that'd be the worst place to hold a beer mile. That would banned. be brilliant. You would run quick, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> All the guys running behind you with guns and things. But um, yeah, I think hopefully they'll come back to London. My, my fear is, my hope is that they'll just make it similar to Grand Prix where they have it in a few different cities across the world. Is, but... the, is, is the beer mile thing like a registered trademark? I mean, like if you said, oh, I'm going to run a beer mile event, would it's not like... Um... Yeah, you could just do a beer mile. It's fine. I think they've they've got they've set the 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 rules, but and um, but no, if you want to put on a beer mile in the same way if you want to do a chunder mile, yeah, absolutely, you can you can do it yourself. And there's a website where you can actually submit your times to as long as it's recorded, so that they can just verify. So I think I'm in the top 200 in the world currently, but I reckon I could shave about 40 seconds off that if I wasn't hung over and hadn't run there and had good beer and various other factors. So, uh, yeah, I'll be happy with... Yeah, if I get around 5.30, I'll be happy with that. I like, I say, I like your thinking. You're thinking for next time. That's it. That's good. Yeah, that might, that might make, get me in the GB team. And I'd love to be in the... G, well, the England team. I'd love to be in the England team for beer mile. It'd be quality. See, already in like the beer mile, it's much more elite than, um, than the OCR world champs. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you can't just... You can't just be the, the the fifth best over sixty person in a race of ten people. It's true. It's true. And that's why I like the beer mile because it's got the elitist. It's got the elitist, the elitist element to it. Yeah, it does absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Richard Asquith would be very happy, very happy with that. Oh, he would. Oh no, he would. would he? He wouldn't like because people are making money out of it. People are making money out of it. People are enjoying running. That's, yeah. No, wouldn't like it. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to look down on you enough about it say so. no but uh but then on to on oh, to the beerathon the beerathon so yeah so it, it did, was was the uh, beerathon inspired by the beer mile or was it something just no nah, the beer, beerathon's been around longer i know it's been around longer oh it has been how long has beer, beer mile been going then i thought it was a been going ages i think the chunder miles existed for a long time but the the beer mile i don't know i've only heard of about it about two years ago two three years yeah the beerathon was don't even know where we, we we talked on the hash about some yeah some drinking and eating events and i'd always thought about doing something like that actually it just comes from hashing oh is it Drink, okay yeah drinking and running and the hash well they they don't race ever but it's the nearest thing to a, a, a raced hash what so what okay so um congratulations on putting on what i think was the best spirathon ever Oh, really? Oh, I think so, yeah. Oh, God, I was worried that it had all fallen apart, actually. Wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. It, it, it could be the biggest and possibly last. <laughs> Why the last? Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll, we'll discuss that in a minute. Okay, but, okay. Um, but yeah, um, I knew that it was going to be massive when I walked in and there was no one in the pub. I was thinking, oh, <laughs> that's a bit. And there's no one in the pub because all the bar staff were basically running around trying to get all the pints. And then I walked into the garden. And I don't think I've ever seen a queue like that. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. They're like, what? 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 There's a queue. Yeah. A big... I mean, we... So previously, we've had... I think the most ever was 100... Last year was 150. And we capped yeah. it intentionally, 150. And for various reasons, um, letting friends on, stag dues, and also some problems with the email, 
This year we had 240. And there was, there was, like, everyone turned up as well. Oh, well, the, from the 150, I think we only had 120 tops, maybe only 115, 110. Yeah. From the 240, we had 220. Oh, really? Because it was a stag do and birthdays, you, when you're going to a friend's stag do, you go. Yeah. You don't pull out last minute. And so, um, but also I think each year more and more people have done it before that sign up. And so they're more likely to come along because even if they're hungover, they think, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll just walk it. It's been just watch. It, was, it was featured in Runner's World, wasn't it? Um, quite recently as well. Um, a couple of months th- ago, wasn't it? Was they, it Runner's I World or something? There was an article somewhere, I can't remember who it was, that... Uh, oh, maybe, actually. I, I know I did an interview for someone. Probably was one as well, actually, yeah. just about... It, so that the race itself wasn't featured as a race, but it was mentioned as part of drinking and running i think i haven't actually seen the article but yeah so i mean that might have been part of it as well but actually i think now just with the do better community and the fact it's been going so many years yeah um that it's it's just got a bit because it's not even marketed anyway it's, it's not on a, <laughs> it's, uh, it was like it was perfect conditions perfect conditions yeah. in the sense that it was far too hot <laughs> it yeah. was the worst condition to be running in but the uh, the roots because the roots changed slightly. Yeah, the root has a little bit of shade now, doesn't it? Since uh, yeah, since uh, since it changed. And um, but yeah, there were some good costumes this year. Because not sometimes you have that thing where you know probably about seventy percent of the people dress up, and then some people rock up not knowing, thinking they can just run it normally. And I yeah. think it must have been like ninety five percent of people dressed up this time. It was... And what I love about it is, if you've never done a beerathon or if you weren't there for the legendary David Seaman performance by Zach <laughs> where basically this guy looked, turned up as David Seaman and then for the rest of the day all drinks were drunk by him and everyone kept on chiding Seaman, it's brilliant so did you know the guy who was he kept on being chanted for Seaman, he didn't even intend to dress as David Seaman <laughs> He, he was just wearing a sports top. He was just wearing a technical tee and had a goatee like Seaman. And everyone decided he was David Seaman. He's like, I don't, and he didn't understand the reference either. So he turns up as someone who isn't David Seaman and for the rest of the day gets punishment drinks when people chant David Seaman. So, I mean, he was completely perplexed by it. <laughs> but yeah, the... Um, the food was good this year, I thought. Oh, was... there was no quiche. The quiche, no last quiche. year, the quiche was worse than any of the food. Yeah. It got to the point where at the end where you were dishing out the... Uh, so, so just to explain the, the way it operates is that the, the, <clears throat> you come in, the races run, and then afterwards you have what you call an awards ceremony where you, um, people get punished, um, people get uh, called out for good performances, then people judge um, like best costumes and various things. And um, normally, if you get punished, you, you're made to drink something. Um, but the, last year, the quiche was so bad, you, you didn't drink something, you had to eat quiche. But yeah, the food this year was, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think the, the, egg, the egg tart, the custard pie, that was delicious. That was really nice. In fact, all of it was nice. Normally, you get a shocker. They've normally gone cheap on one of the foods. But <laughs> no, it was great. Those pasties and, uh, were but, big, though. Those were really oh, big. I was lucky. So for, 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 I think for the first year, I was glad I was vegetarian. Or did you have smaller food? Well, my, my pie was like, a, it was about that, you know, sort of like the size of your hand, whatever. That pasty was, was massive. It was, like a, it was like a small armadillo. Yeah, I mean, so much pastry as well. So dry. But the, I mean, the race, it went a bit wrong in that the 
I, I didn't have time to lay the course because I'd, I'd come back from the stag do in the morning um, feeling pretty rough already. So uh, Ross went out and laid it, but I think some there, there are a couple of bits where it's quite close to... People who knew the old route wouldn't have necessarily remembered to turn, known to turn left if they hadn't looked for the arrow. Yeah. There are points where you almost run into another part of the course. And so, I mean, some of the times were ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and, I know that one uh, started coming out the woodwork. Like, uh, G-Law, uh, I think the Graham was one, it was going, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I missed those first thing. Well, like, okay, yeah, well, that, that was cheating. That was cheating. You missed, <laughs> you missed out that entire loop. But I love the Russians who, oh, who set out to cheat. That was... That so I think we'll talk about like some of the best costumes. So there were like yeah. five guys. Um, I think it was four or five guys dressed as Russians. So they had the the Russian Olympic outfits on and giant inflatable syringes, and um, they were they were doing this thing which was just brilliant, <laughs> hiding behind this wall until the lead runner came past. And just as the lead runner was coming past, they all ran in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a blatant, we're cheating, that, I mean, it's the type of event when no it's one when, cares. Oh, it was so good. And then when uh, Sweetheart rocked up on a, on a Boris bike. was <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart did that? <laughs> well, the, all the stag do knew, because Pete, it was Pete from Mudsicle, he's, he's been on the podcast before, his stag do so... A lot of the guys, some of the guys have run it before, like Ross and Sweetheart. A lot of them had heard of it before, um, but they obviously all know me. And so they'd all come out with ideas to how they could cheat. I mean, those guys, they stopped off at Tesco's and ended up buying extra beers, buying two bottles of spirits, which they drunk on the way around. And someone suggested, actually, for next year, doing a, a route where for a shot punishment, you can cut some of the course. So if you want to go down this alleyway yeah. to lop off like quarter of a mile, half a mile, you've got to do a shot tequila, something like that. I think it's a pretty fun idea. Yeah. But also, if you did it four times, you it would. It, I don't know if you necessarily win because four tequilas on top of that, it's going to start turning the stomach. I've yeah. just realised people might not even know what the beerthon is, especially five miles. <laughs> Five miles, four pints, four bits of food. Yeah, we have talked. We've talked about the beerathon uh, pretty early on. If you um, you go back to a much earlier um, episode, I can't remember the episode, but we talk about beer and running, and uh, yeah, we talk about it. So yeah, it's um, it's brilliant. <laughs> talk about shots and uh, yeah. and running. I did make G Law have two shots before we started. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Was well, yeah. he looking too competitive? Is that why? Well, he was looking pretty scared about the whole thing, so I was like, oh, "So it? let's have let's have let's have some some tequila, let's have a couple what of shots." He was of nervous about. I'm not. I, there's a lot of people who are nervous about. Oh, you know what? What's it? You know, especially with the weather, having to eat, having to run with all the booze and stuff. And I'm like, "Yeah, let's have a couple of pints before we start." And he's like, "Well, I don't know if we should drink, you know, beforehand." I'm like, oh, "Come on, come on." <laughs> he didn't tell me though because he uh, he beat me right at the end of the yeah. race. He like literally beat me on the last straight. Um, but he didn't tell me firstly that he threw up. And I think if you throw up, then you basically... Ooh. But And the only reason I know that was because um, Boy Blunder post, posted all those photos today and there's a picture yeah. of him in a doorway throwing up. <laughs> 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 He's away in a doorway. That's what's great about it. It's such a short course yeah. that there are uh, photographers everywhere. Oh, but there's, you... some, there's some epic cheating. Epic cheating going on as well. <laughs> well, I didn't catch half of it. Because I was too busy um, organising things. So, yeah. but um, I, but I, I part of me 
loves the cheating in the beerathon. I think if you can get away with it, absolutely. As so, long as you're not cheating to win. So um, there was uh, there was one guy you called out for the cheat for cheating though um, in the in the final bit. What what did he do? Because you made him run an extra lap. Oh well, he he took everyone the wrong way on the first lap. So normally, <laughs> normally what happens is there's four or five, six, seven really competitive runners at the top end and, yeah. and these are people like you know ross mcdonald's who's he's around a, a nine nine hour iron man um you've got um oh shit should remember his name the, the three times winner or rob rob walker yeah um and they're they're doing it um they're doing seven minute miles average with the food and with the drink and so the first lap they come in on is about 5.45, even with the corners and all things like that. So um, you get, you, I'm, I'm used to seeing the front runners coming in with a group of these really fast-looking guys storming through, running upstairs, running out the back. And then this year, after about four minutes, <laughs> this, this massive group coming. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so they've all been led the wrong way. So I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily Jamie's intentional yeah. fault. But yeah, he he was legging it at the front and took everyone on a shortcut. But I think it meant that the actual leaders had gone the right way, but this massive group of people oh, um, okay. then cut. So I don't think it changed the necessarily the win, the the outcome of the winner. Um, but it did mean the times were ridiculously quick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I made him run a, an extra lap uh, and then do a down down at the end of it. But by the time he come back. I was so far into my other stories, I forgot who, why he was there. And he just picked up a beer and drunk it. Like, who's this guy? Oh, yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. No, no, it was great. It was really good. So the, um, so the controversial element, of course, yeah. Yeah. was uh, the introduction of the, uh, the grading system. The Ooh. gold, silver, and bronze. The slight murmur, as you mentioned, for the first year, that you're going to be getting different different colors based on your placings well the i ordered the medals and they emailed me and said how many of each color do you want i thought oh (laughs) it's as easy as just putting numbers down so yeah top 50 were gold the next well the next 100 were meant to be silver but we thought we dished out all the silver because we had this this really cute girl called isabel who's about six years old handed them out um and so we thought we got through all the silver. Turned out, actually, the silver were the last 50 as well, which, uh, which confused some people. But, yeah, it was, the, the idea being the, the better you do, the, the higher um, grade medal you get. So were, were people not – was that proper controversy? Was it well, really – There was a murmur. There was a murmur. There was a murmur when you, met, when you, when you mentioned it. People were, yeah, people were saying, support. oh, he's changed. Absolutely. Well, I'm trying to make the beer-a-thon as elitist as possible. <laughs> make, yeah, UK Athletics will be next year trying to measure well, a course. Well, you know, I heard you were pretty proud of your gold medal from what people were saying. I was, I, I, all I wanted to do was make sure I didn't get bronze. That was all. That, that's the thing. That literally is always my aim, is to make sure <laughs> that I don't come last. And that, that, is, that is the height of my... My ambition, because I thought, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to think I've just come last in this as well. That'll just be miserable. So you I, overachieved. I, I did overachieve. Yes, impressive. I took it. What I took it more going, seriously than I should have done. What was going on in the garden when I was writing the speeches? Because it just seemed to be an eruption of, <laughs> of noise. I assume it was all the stag and Bonnie's birthday and 
I'd say it was just it was it was such a good atmosphere. The funny thing is that um, people think, oh, you know, there's going to be people throwing up, and it's going to be like, and it's not like that at all. And there's even families there as well. Yeah. It's such a it's such a like a good environment, and it's like so. Has it ever rained? No, never. It's never rained, has it? Yeah, it's pretty lucky. I, I just think that first weekend of August is is most likely to be a dry weekend. Yeah. I mean, it would be a very different event if it did rain. It'd be. Well, that'd be terrible <laughs> but yeah there's Rufus who's he's he's on his third or fourth year now uh, Chris Chris's son oh, yeah who, he must be only what, seven eight years old yeah and last year he did seven laps which is insane because he loves it so much this year he did five laps and he's so quick good isn't he and yeah yeah I mean he, he asked me if he didn't have to go up and drink a pint of milk this year <laughs> <laughs> which is why I got his dad to do it he actually came and said, am I going to have to do that thing again? I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to. It's like, do you mind if I don't? I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Please, please, Mr. David, please, please don't, please don't abuse me in all the fun of all these people again. Hit me again. <laughs> but, I mean, he is a future winner without a doubt. He's going to be so quick. So, um, so he's a future winner of the Beerathon. Yeah. It's gonna They're be already like, calling you know, like him. Mohammed yeah. Ansel used to run next to the MDS runners when he was a child <laughs> in order for preparation for it. This is his moment. This is his. I used to run next to the beerathon winners. I know. <laughs> I know how they drank. I, I saw. I watched the best. <laughs> but they're already calling him the uh, the next Dale Clutterbuck because <laughs> Dale's going to step up. Gonna step up. So, so come on. What, what, in your opinion, apart from my outfit, yeah, what was the best, the best outfit? Best outfit. And just to point out, the outfit I wore, I went as as David Hellard. It was good, actually. It was strong, and I like the fact that Pete went as Miller. So we had two of the Ultimate Hell Week. There. I just, I can't believe that. Like, we didn't coordinate that or anything. That was just, <laughs> <laughs> just it naturally fell into into place. I'm trying to remember all the all the, the outfits now because there there are so many strong outfits. So who people really who, who won? It was um it was Obama, wasn't it? Yeah, so someone came dressed as Obama and um and also Trump and Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, there's someone else there. Um, we also had Snow White and the Slutty Dwarfs, <laughs> which was pretty good as well. They were exceptionally slutty. The bloke that came dressed as Boris that was excellent. It was just, oh. It... <laughs> And what I loved about the Boris guy, he then got changed to cycle somewhere else, and he kept his wig on under his helmet. So he was cycling got long as Boris afterwards. <laughs> yeah, there was. I can't. I. But I was quite drunk by the stage we were doing the the outfit competition, so I can't actually remember what half the people looked like. Um, obviously, the bat ladies were pretty damn hot. As, as always, that. as always, they they really are getting a lot of use out of those uh, bat <laughs> outfits, aren't they? It's the third time in about three months. Yeah, and um, they keep. It's, I mean, that, that, that's great. Like being on brand all the time. If you notice, <laughs> like the Bat Ladies. Yeah, that's true. That's quite. That should idea. be their thing from now on. Yeah. Did you hear about? Oh no, I heard you may have helped one of the Bat Ladies escape the evening. Uh, yes. Yes. See, so I, uh, I I had to go early. Well, not that early, but seven o'clock. With uh, back with the stag to uh, to continue the festivities so um we i tried to convince my my missus and her friend to come on the stag bus with us um, 
But it turned out one of them couldn't actually walk. <laughs> Sadly. Did you carry it out of the pub? It wasn't just me. It's like three of us. Oh, my word. Because it's, it's about three stories up as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How was the cab driver? Um, I, he seemed to be okay, actually. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, wasn't too Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't too much, though. Yeah, he was, it was, she was fine. Okay, yeah, okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah, she was all right in the end. That's, that doesn't, yeah, that's not, that's not normal, actually. But, um, but yeah, but we went on, <laughs> this is a bit weird. We went to a pub afterwards. So we went to a pub yeah. afterwards and we happened to find the quietest pub. It had no music on. It had yeah. no one in there. And I was just sat there with um, uh, 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 G-Law and, uh, and another guy, Bruno. Great bloke. And uh, we're just having like a chat, talking about like the beer and stuff like that yeah. and things like this. And also this bloke from the other side of the pub comes up and he goes, oh, guys, can you, can you keep the noise down, please? <laughs> we're like, what? He goes, can, can you keep the noise down? All I can hear are your voices. I'm like, what? what? Well, he wasn't being ironic. No, no, he wasn't being ironic. And we're like, really? And he's like, yeah, you're just being so loud. Like we said this weird. Yeah, then he walks to the other side of the of the um, the pub, the pub, and we go, "Oh, was he being?" He probably serious? were being. He probably were being incredibly loud. Knowing how much he'd have by then. But, but we said, sort of said, "Well, that's a bit weird." And he goes, "I can hear you." <laughs> <laughs> so we had to. We, we went to another pub. It was like it was the weirdest thing. It's such it was, a. It's such was a, he a regular thing. I don't know. The fly on the wall. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, oh, what shame! No, no, but it was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it again. It's um, it's such a good event. Well, I think there was some. It seemed like there's support from an Edinburgh one. So. Oh yeah. I think we'll we'll try and put that on in November, and then uh, we. Yeah, I think I'll limit the places to 200. So I'll, I'll let the do batters know when the the registrations open for the next because it will sell out pretty damn quickly, um, and it's just good to get people we like doing it. It makes it more fun. Because that's what's great about it. There's so many people who've been year after year after year. Yeah. So it's almost a little bit of a reunion. Oh, um, absolutely. And then they know, they know the spirit of it more. And when we do the, the, the drink finds, um, they get it and they come tell me stories. And yeah, it definitely adds to the, the atmosphere. But um, well, I guess that I guess that sums up the beer. That does. That's yeah, I feel like, I, I, the thing. What I like about this is that we're talking about this when we're still both. A little Hung bit over. jittery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still both reeling from the event. Yeah, That's good. Absolutely. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. But yeah. We've almost, we've almost hit 50,000 um, for Street Child. Really? Which is quality. Yeah. We're at 49,700 or 800. So it might be it stays like that for a whole year. Oh, which will be 49,774. So what happens when you hit 50,000? Um, nothing whatsoever. Come on, street charge, street charge. When do you wait? I mean, surely is there a school named after you yet? Um, well, I had asked for I, the, the the David Hellard School for Future Presidents to be the name of a school, yeah. but I don't know if they've done that or not. They could they could just tell them what they have anyway. They they've probably only built one school, and they just keep on changing the sign out of it. Yeah, whenever um, they, whenever whoever the donor turns up, they go quick, quick, change it, change it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, action kids action they put a, diff- you know, yeah, a, a different portrait up every time they come in and they go oh it's you but there's there's a competition where we can win £10,000 more for Street Child by it's by Mountain Warehouse and you have to just just say what you've done to raise money and people can then vote 
So I um, unfortunately the website since has crashed because <laughs> voting is up for many people at the moment, and I've submitted Street Child in the, the the MDS and you know, all the other challenges as a an entry, but it's yeah it's not on there yet. So unfortunately, we're probably quite a few hundred votes down, if not more. But um, what I'm hoping is once once it's up and running, we can put it out across the Dubada community and just try and get as many people to vote and share and all of that because £10,000 is essentially a school that we can win yeah. a school in, in, in Sierra Leone so it would be amazing if we could do that I'll, I'll post if it ever actually um, comes to fruition but um, oh and also if you win you get a you get to go on an adventure with Simon Reeves which would be a little bit bizarre but um, yeah that would be quite interesting as well Oh, right. But have we got we had any any letters or anything this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's going to be a flood, aren't there? There will be a flood. So let's actually let's remind you of the competition one more time. So this is um, first ten people who can commit to doing a video review of uh, for goodness sake's products. You don't have to buy the sh- products if you give us your name and address. If you're one of the first ten, they will send some products for you to review. All you need to do is video yourself doing a creative review. Creative been a very very expansive term i would suggest funny rather than weird yeah it's just you throwing up <laughs> <laughs> how many delicious goodness shakes would it take me to throw up turns out quite a few <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can work out for yourself what's more likely to get you the prize <laughs> Alex is a good lad, but at the same point, he is quite professional. So yeah. I think he's going to ensure it's not just going to destroy their brand name. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't this isn't a challenge to literally bring down an entire company. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So uh, so yeah. If you're interested in doing that, like I say, when this podcast will be posted, um, I will uh, put a post in the Facebook page, and you can either post um, underneath it to claim one of those first ten places, or send. A note to letters at Bad Boy Running. I'm quite excited about this. See what the deep batters come up with. I think you get a special prize if you. Thing is, while you're in front of the video, you might as well carry on videoing and do a quick <laughs> review of Bushel's best bits as well. Maybe Absolutely. Don't do, maybe don't do it all in the same video. But while the, while the camera's in front of you, switch off, switch back on again, talk about Bushel's best bits. How about this? How about? <laughs> Oh no, because no one's got the book. I was going to say, how about at the beginning of every video, everyone starts, but they're reading Bushel's best bits and then, then put it down. But sadly, no one's got it yet because no one has entered. <laughs> but um, oh, I think we're going to get some brilliant, um, some brilliant entries. And if someone can mock, can mock up throwing the strawberry milkshake over JD, hey. I didn't get a single. I, that, it didn't happen because we didn't go past the McDonald's. It's like almost as though all the the prayers had been answered. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen at some point. You know, nut challenge. You are gonna see more milkshake than anyone has ever witnessed. No, no, on nuts that would be an awful thing to do. That is the that, that is that is the wrong time to do. That's the don't do it on nuts. Do it at another time. Nuts is not going to be the 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 time to throw strawberry milkshake at me. But that's why it is the time to strip, throw strawberry milkshakes at you. What? Because what? it's the time you're least appreciate it. 
which means it's a time we'll we'll most appreciate it. I don't think anyone's going to hang around on that on that nuts course with strawberry milkshake, are they? That's the challenge. That is the challenge. And maybe you could tie that in. Maybe you get someone who lives near the Dorking area could go down to, to nuts and actually film um, themselves waiting with a goodness <laughs> shake <laughs> for JD. And of course, and the joke being that, of course, he's not coming because he's injured still. This is anyway, just a clever bombshell. point. Yeah, absolutely. On that bombshell. Um, pleasure as always. Good to speak to you and I uh, hope you recover soon. Absolutely. And get in the group uh, and send us your ideas, enter the competition, send us some letters, give us some messages. And uh, we've got no idea what we're talking about next week. It could be the hash if we manage to re record part of it with Sweetheart. But if not, um, who knows? Who knows? You've got any ideas? Give us it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, and if you have any ideas for what sponsoring an episode entitles you to then uh, let us know because that could be it could be a, a, an ongoing segment we have in the show which could be very funny yeah so let us know your ideas either email it as letters at badboyrunning.com or uh, get in the facebook group and uh, start messaging marvelous thanks everyone well I'll speak to you soon see you later stay bad bye bye 